up in the love the number five. I have to pick up. I'm wearing a towel. Robin, you're naked. Stop looking at me, Quad. Welcome to the Got Till Fire podcast. My name is Max, his name is Jesse, and uh, our new little bold third wheel is Steve at the bottom. Hello, Steve. Hello. What's going on, guys? What's up? <laughs> Not much. Uh, we said to you before we started What's recording, we don't, we okay. don't know why but your voice what? is slightly higher than it normally is. And we're assuming it's something to do with your mic or something, but it sounds amazing. So. And you're not going to know this okay. until you listen to it back later, but it sounds brilliant and we're really happy with it. You, you okay. just sound fabulous. Um, so, so why have you two joined a prison gang and shaved your heads? I've always been shaving my I've been shaving my head for like 20 years now. Or more, exactly. 25 years probably. And I just wanted to be Steve. Ah. <laughs> Should, should I shave my shave my head live on air this evening? It'll, well, I don't think the show's long enough to get around your massive bonds. Full of nice. knowledge, mate. Full of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, but have you ever shaved head? your head? Do you know what no. your head looks like bald? I have no oh. idea what the shape of my head looks like. It's always a See, risk a the risk. first time. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it till my uh, till my dying days. Steve, what's going on with you? Tell the people. Nothing much. It's it's fucking winter time here in Canada. It's snowing like a motherfucker. We're stuck with snow. There was a snow day a few days ago. Now it's snowing yet again. So we're we're under like almost two feet of snow by now. But yeah, it's wow. it's Canadian winter. So but we we've been lucky this year. This is our like our first major feel of the actual snow coming this year since the winter season started. So I, I guess you can't but complain. But you haven't gone full Texas, have you? What do you mean for? No, we got way more snow than them. It's just that we're ready for it. This is this is normal right, for yeah. us, right? Right. So for so them, it's like a, a little bit of snow, like sort of like you guys. If you guys get a ton of snow, you guys are all fucked over there, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, a couple of inches and everything closes. Yeah, but we don't have like warehouses full of sea turtles, so we handled <laughs> it a little bit better than they did. But you know, yeah. stay safe, Texas. Hope everyone's okay. Whatever. Uh, Dallas Stars are my hockey team, and loads of their games have been cancelled this week. So I'm mostly annoyed about that more than actual mortality of Texans. Wow, <laughs> that'll be back yeah. soon, buddy. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. What's going on with the podcast, Steve? You know, same old, same old, getting good guests. Got some, a few lined up uh, as of, well, what is this? Today's Thursday, right? So tomorrow uh, I have Nikita Koloff coming on the podcast. That's a, that was a fun interview, talking to him about the old days of NWA, wrestling Ric Flair, feuding with the horsemen, all that sort of stuff. So that was a good interview. And then next week I have WWE 11-year vet Santino Morella on the podcast. So stay tuned for oh, amazing. back-to-back episodes. And fellow Canadian, right? Yes, sir. Outside of, of kayfabe, yeah, yeah. Well, Fellow well, we, Torontonian, isn't he? Well, Mississauga. It's just outskirts of Toronto, but yeah, it's Greater Toronto area as we call it. So yeah, it's pretty much the same shit. So it does nice. Doesn't really matter, but yeah, yeah. We go into all that stuff. Breaking kayfabe. Obviously, he's not speaking in his accent, right? He came on as Anthony Corelli, his real name. Sorry for people who don't know, but you know what I mean. So. It was, it was cool talking about the old days. Again, I'm trying to get older wrestlers on, guys who are retired, to tell their stories because everyone is up to date with how many interviews do you want to hear with Kenny Omega saying the same shit over and over? You know what I mean? So I'm going more for those people who haven't had a podcast in a while or have just good stories to tell. Nice. nice. WWE champion Kenny Omega, of course. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> that, well, that was hilarious. Poor oh, JR. He's, he's getting on a bit less. You could forgive him. You could forgive him stuff like that, I think, because he's JR. Yeah. Um, oh, how excited are we for a barbed wire death match? It's been a, it's been a while. Cannot wait. That, um, the last one I, I, well, I remember a barbed wire cage match, I think, with Big Show and JBL in 2005. That, or something. that was terrible. And they ripped that off from our little MCW fed. And then they pussied out yeah. because they just put it around the top of the cage. If you're going to yeah, do a barbed yeah. wire cage match, make. The, the whole cage needs to be barbed wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to mm. be in pain as you climb. You know what? Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Mm. Amateurs. Absolutely. I want amateurs. to see Stick Martyrs from the winner of that match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, Have it's I changed my weed? Well, I smoke different strains every week. I switch strains so, so people know just in case. 
uh, this is the first time I'm ever talking about this, by the way, but I try and have a different strain every week. So I'll, I'll pull out like, I don't know, five grams that'll last me about a week. So I'll smoke that. And then the following week, I'll smoke something else. And then I try and not go back to it till like, I usually have four or five strains in the house at one time. So I, and then I just rotate. So maybe it this, is, no, no, I've been on this strain. This one's working for you. Yeah. Strain. Maybe because yeah, it's maybe. earlier afternoon. I'm, I'm, this is earlier than we, we usually podcast. So maybe it is. Really close Maybe. to voice now. This is the yeah. This is a helium lace strain. I think yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. And uh, and in Got Till Five News, we have a new merch store. So if you like oh, me yeah. and Jesse, make sure you go pick up some sweet merch. We can do a Steve ask plug and just take the first four minutes talking about our sponsors and stuff. <laughs> but you can head on over to Got Till Five It's all organically sourced printed or what does that free, mean freed cotton are we, all that are we growing t-shirts yeah man it's great i know we so, got a t-shirt tree <clears throat> go and uh check out some merch next week is free shipping so get get on mm. that so got till five dot got till five dot timo.com good dot, dot what dot com no the bit before that you idiot got till five <laughs> dot yeah. Team. Dot team. Yeah, just, what the fuck is there that? They're at the bottom, guys. They're at the bottom. Oh, they're all oh, okay. T W E mail. Right. People don't understand like T-mail. Exactly. See, people get confused. Spell it out for the idiots. Jesus. Soft. And in this week's episode, Steve is joining us. We've been speaking about doing this episode for a while. We're looking at the one of the best sitcoms to ever exist in the world, and that is The Office. Obviously, the US version because the UK version's a bit wank. Jesse's going to argue that point in a minute. Look at him getting all offended. Look at him getting all offended. It's not fair. The Office UK is a pioneering <laughs> TV show. It's an it's a genre defining it's mockumentary. It's incredible. The Office US is a very good sitcom, but it's not a mockumentary like the UK Office is. All right, put it away. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. So we're going to go through our uh, top five moments, favorite uh, things with episodes. We've got clips coming up. And we'll just go through some happy, happy memories in a happy, happy space. So, should we delve straight okay, into actually, it? Okay, actually, before we start, well, hold on. Please. What are your favorite characters? Favorite characters? Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, man, you first have the pressure to be all hipster and, like, weird now and come up with someone obscure, right? Like, you can't just go, Michael Scott is funny. You have to yeah, sort well, of I, say. I think from, like, the actual office group, it, it has to be Dwight and Kevin. Uh, Kevin pops me more than anyone, but but Dwight is Dwight is next level. I enjoy Creed very much, and I know yeah, that like that's, that's one of my yeah Creed is yeah. Creed. I just think Creed he's he obviously doesn't get much camera time comparatively to other people, but of course it's not it's not quantity, it's quality. Everything he says is gold. Yeah, I'll throw in Daryl with that, with those picks as well. I, I love the Daryl character, especially later on once he integrates upstairs and he's in the office and he's fucking around with Bernardo all the time. Nice. Um, underrated character as well, I think Gabe. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's because that's comes, the later seasons. A lot along, of people yeah, don't think those count. Exactly, yeah. but I think Gabe, he does have um, a couple of seasons crossover with Michael Scott and everything, so that feels like true, true, the good true. stuff, you know, and um, I think Gabe is cool. There yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Nice. I'd agree. So, Matt, should we go? <laughs> any other, any other things you wanted to throw in there, Steve? Before we delved in, oh man, this is your show. Let's do it. All right, all right. So, well, you're actually kicking us off. You are, you are taking the lead with the number five slot. Talk to us about yes. why you like the dinner party. This is a good episode to show anyone who's never watched an Office episode to get them into it. I did this with a few friends of mine, and then they got hooked on it, and it's just fantastic. It shows the Michael Scott character outside of work, so if you want to see them outside of work too, and the whole intricacy of having couples and then Dwight crashing the party and everything, but the thing that's the best is the beginning part where as soon as they walk in, Pam and Jim, and then Jan and Michael give them the tour, and then they show where Michael Scott sleeps, and then they show his huge purchase of the plasma tv that's just fantastic <laughs> man I, I can't stop laughing at all that i like the camera that's set up to film the bed as well yes <laughs> you said you're yes tidy up. <laughs> yes of course is, that's great too the candles as we've, well we've, we've gone in very like oh everyone's watched the office and stuff but if there are people who we could be giving their first taste of the office we don't know this so how would you guys pitch the office how would you describe it 
an overview. After you, Steve. Fuck. Uh, I'll go with crazy individuals working in an office, getting nothing done, and having fun. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say I'd say it's um, uh, a study of um, the blue collar American and um, finding the small joys in the mundanity of office life. Nice wording. Nice wording. Um, so we've got a clip here from the dinner party. So this is after the tour, everyone's sitting down for dinner and the eventual implosion between uh, Michael and Jan. Hey, babe. Yeah. How about we take the beer sign down until our guests leave and then we can discuss it? No, no. I'm going to leave it up. I think it ties the whole room together. Okay. Jack thinks Hunter's very talented. You know what? I don't think he's that good. At least he's an artist. BFD. I'm a screenwriter. And I'm a candle maker, but you don't hear me bragging about it. No, all you do is you get me to try to work on my rich friends. For an investment opportunity. Man, I would love to burn your candles. You burn it, you buy it. Oh, good. I'll be your first customer. But you're hardly my first. That is a two hundred dollar plasma screen TV you just killed. Good luck paying me back on your zero dollars a year salary plus benefits, babe. <laughs> one night that song was in my head for like it. weeks after that you can actually find it on spotify and other streaming services and it actually oh, no shows way. the hunter character on the like the actual cd cover that is showed in that episode someone actually put it up there as it that's awesome so one thing that i i'm currently doing a rewatch of the american office and okay. um it, uh, we got to this episode and I suddenly realized then that are we supposed to infer that there's a possibility that Jan slept with Hunter when Hunter was her PA? Of course. That's not something that I ever connected the first time. Are I you watched serious? It. Yeah, oh, I just never got that. Yeah. Uh, maybe you just weren't paying attention or something. Yeah, because I remember, obviously, Michael Scott getting jealous of him. Yeah, when he yeah, first yeah. sees him, when she when he goes to visit her in New York and all that stuff. But the fact that that had gone further never clicked in my head. He just seemed like a sort oh. of terrified child. But I suppose she's a predatory woman. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a good MILF every once in a while. She is right. We were talking about this the other week and you told me I was an idiot for thinking Jan is smoking hot. She's, she's not yeah. smoking hot. Relax yourself, man. Jesus, <laughs> this is levels, co- Jesse. This is coming from. Thank the you. There's just... levels. There's levels to looking good. You know what I mean. Right, you can't just Steve... say smoking hot for all women. <laughs> oh yes, you can. Steve doesn't think Trish Stratus is hot. This is the sort of person we're dealing with, Max. Well, I know, but you're both two opposite ends of the spectrum. Like literally, I've got Steve on one end who doesn't know attractive woman if slapped him <laughs> in the face, and then I've got you <laughs> who thinks that every bin lady's smoking hot. So. <laughs> Uh, gotta, gotta find a I middle see. ground somewhere right yeah okay i guess that enough. makes sense makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. but it I is think... did you like jan pre-boob job or post-boob job both, both is fine post okay. better but both is good i guess so, post because okay. then at least it adds something <laughs> so um who is the most attractive person in the office steve it's gotta be phyllis come on <laughs> oh, poor Phyllis. So now she's know. the You mean everyone that's gone through the the show, or just like anyone that's been to... in the office? Who do you fancy the most? Oh, fuck, I don't know, man. That's a good question. Because I actually had this conversation with my wife, and I was like, Pam is like a Scranton eight, but anywhere else she'd be like a six or a five. You know what I mean? So you can't really, <laughs> like, you know, you know if, if if that makes sense, right? So. I don't fucking know, man. Oh, shit. I think we just got a new merch idea. Like, I'm a Scranton 8. And that, that, that'll, be, that'll be on the t-shirt store soon. Mm. I don't know, man. 
I'm going to go with, I can't remember her name, but she was Jim's girlfriend in one of the early seasons. Um, red-headed girl. She was a cheerleader. Oh, the one on the boat and... that they broke yeah, up on the right. boat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. She's, she's smoking. I forgot about her. You mean Amy Adams, one of the most that's it, attractive Amy Adams. actresses. That'll be her. Yeah, cool. This is going to be him for the next hour. Karen's hot. It is. I'm going to say Karen is the right answer. Ding, ding, ding. Karen, Jim's girlfriend, yeah. Rashida Jones. Very nice. Very pretty. Anyway, very nice. not here to talk about women. We're here to talk about dinner parties. Is that your answer, Max? Yes. Fair enough. We've all got an answer. Did Steve give an answer? Oh, yeah. Phyllis. Oh, yeah, Phyllis. He's more like a Meredith. <laughs> Come on, man. The older you get, yeah. the more you eat. You know what I mean? So at my age, a Phyllis is better. That's true. And there must be something about her because Bob Vance paid two grand or whatever it was just for a hug with her. And he was already married to her. So and plus she it was implied give. throughout the seasons, Michael Scott always dropped hints that she was sort of out there as a teenager and in high school. So she put herself out there. So she must know some tricks. Exactly. Yeah, I reckon Phyllis knows her stuff. This is degraded quickly. <laughs> so 16 minutes, 24 seconds. Good job, guys. Good job. That long. Yeah. Shocking, I know. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> I, I love in that scene, especially in the party one, the yelling. That's what she said. Because that's the gif I send whenever I possibly can. And <laughs> I, I feel like people don't that's carry awesome. on enough anymore. And I, I, want, I want them to. I want them to. Your clip next, Jesse, is... Kevin is special. Not the wording you used earlier. No, the wording I used was um, Kevin is retarded, I believe, which I don't think you're allowed to say retarded anymore. But are you not? No? Is that not allowed anymore? It, I, no. But that, I think, I'm pretty sure that's the word they use in the show. They do. So, yeah, in the show, I think they use it. So I, yeah. okay. I was watching something yeah. else, too, that they dropped the R word, and I was like, oh, that's right. Back then, it was actually okay. Yeah, it was, it was a better time. Not that long ago. And... But then, your first, what, 2005? <laughs> 2010? You get away with a lot. Yeah, so, yeah, something like that. Um, and, yeah, so this is the clip when Holly starts working as the new um, HR rep um, at Dunder Mifflin. And so she's meeting everyone. And I believe it's Dwight that um, tells her that um, Kevin is... Ooh. So... Um... Somehow worse. <laughs> So um, it's just a lovely moment because it, it's really nice because we've only just met the character Holly and obviously the writers want us to um, see that she's the perfect woman for Michael Scott, but also that she's a really nice person very quickly. Right. So you show her getting duped easily and you also show her being really sweet and lovely in one swoop in a really funny moment, which is a great bit of writing, I think, to introduce us to this new character. So she... It's very sweet to Kevin. And Kevin thinks that he's in there. He thinks, oh, I'm going to bang Holly because she's like, <laughs> you know, she's being really nice to me. But Holly's just being nice because she thinks he's special. And if so, and if someone told you Kevin was special and you never met him, you would just go it. with it. You would totally believe it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And of I course. know people like that in real life as well. Hi. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I work closely with him. And um, it's... I just think it's lovely. I think it's a lovely bit of writing and it's everything the office is about yes. of getting char character development across whilst making you laugh. He's here on a special work program. He's slow, you know, in his brain. Oh, good for you guys. Yeah. Hazing is a fun way to show a new employee that she is not welcome or liked. Accounting department, listen up. Holly, human resources, Angela, Oscar, and Kevin. Hello, hello. Hi. Hi. What do you do? I do the numbers. Oh, good for you. Do you want an M&M? &M? Oh, no, that is so sweet. Thank you, though. Yeah. I keep them here at my desk so that everybody doesn't take them. Well, that is a very safe place for them. Yeah. There she is. Holly. Perfect, isn't it? Then you just watch that and go, isn't Holly the nicest person? And also at the end when um, Angela's kind of screaming at him and calling him an idiot, and then she has yeah. that kind of like, you don't get to call him that. <laughs> Again, that character progression of her, just she has that backbone and she'll stand up for people. Um, <laughs> you drive your own car? <laughs> There's just so many bits. Exactly. Kevin and the bouncy castle. 
um, and the counting yes. of the money to get snacks from the vending machine. She's like, that's a button. <laughs> Just... Love it. It's perfect. See, even me and Max can't even drive cars, so Kevin's got that over us already. <laughs> or make, yeah, I can make good chili, so that that's a good one. And I own buttons. So there we go. Nice. So you're even pegging. Well done. You're more <laughs> like Kevin than me, but oh. um, oh no, I've got the same hair as so I was about to say. Steve's rocking the Kevin haircut, but so am I. So it's not even. It's not even an insult. The Kevin character is really special. Like there's so many scenes that you think of, even when he he kills the turtle and he tries to bring it back to life and putting different shells on top, and then even having the dog that everyone thought it was actually dead, but it was just how he oh, yeah. described it at the end. Like there's so many of these and stuff, and I'm sure there's going to be more moments that we talk about of Kevin because again, he's one of those staple that could the office be the office with, and that's the good thing about the office. All these characters have to be there in order for this to work. You take one out, it doesn't work that well. Like you know what I mean? Like how they did with M Michael Scott. That was that was the end. Yeah, so you're not a fan of the un Michael Scott seasons, then, no? I don't mind them. There, like, there's a couple of episodes in there that are okay, but if I don't need to ever watch those seasons, I wouldn't. Like, you know what I mean? So, I feel like you keep watching them because, like, you're so familiar with the rest of the characters. Like, everyone else is so strong that even though Michael Scott leaves, you're still invested to know what Jim, Pam, Creed, Oscar, they all get up to, even without Michael there. But the Will Ferrell stuff is just a bit like, yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe that's what it was. And, and then even what's his name? The I hate the fucking actor, Robert California. That character I did not like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it what wasn't even Ka funny, annoying. It was just annoying. What about Catherine Tate? She's um, so she? Catherine. Catherine. Catherine Tate's famous over here. She's not that famous okay. in America, but in the American office, she's the British um, woman who works. Oh in yes, the she's fantastic, especially when she's students. first introduced in Florida, and then she's trying to sleep with Dwight and uh, what's yeah, yeah. his name. The guy that the fucking traveling salesman. I always forget his name. Oh, Todd Packer. Name? Yeah, Packer. That's it. Yeah. So you know what I mean. So that chem that chemistry between the three of them down there that was fantastic. And then she actually comes back and tries to steal Andy's job, and uh, it, it was she was a good character. Yeah, she's great. So she's really famous in England as a. Um, she had the Catherine Tate show oh. over here. She's like a okay, sketch okay, okay. sort of character comedian. Nice. I did not know that. Mm. Every day's a school day. We got till five. That's what we've been providing. But yeah, bless Kevin and bless Holly. Holly was such a a good character. I wish we had. I know what was it like one season, one and a half. But I would have taken more. Yeah, totally. She sort of popped up in the odd episode after that, didn't she? Um, and she had that new boyfriend when she worked in the other branch, who I didn't realise first time around watching it, but is played by the guy in P.S. I Love You. Not P.S. I Love You. Um, I Love You, Matt. Um, Max, uh, the one... Um, you just pissed on my face, friend. That guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's a quote I right back. <laughs> yeah. You know exactly what's going on. Wonderful. E excellent choices so far. So, so far we've had two choices from season four. In fact, looking at now, season Solid four and season, season five there are you kind go. of the main picks. Glory which, is. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of rare for an American sitcom. That kind of middle ground is where it starts to lose its thing. But I feel like The Office, if people haven't seen it, season one, and this is where it just gets to speak about the British Office, season one. It's a bit of a struggle to get through. It's only six episodes, but it is. Mm. You show people just the first season and they go, this isn't funny or good. And yeah, why there's still that, some Jesse? gems in there. There are some gems, but there's, there's a reason, isn't there, Jesse? Well, it was written for, I mean, the, the scripts were written to be delivered by British people in a British mm. environment for series yeah, one. And I think it works. The, the UK office works with that. It doesn't work in America. It's just different. Um, and it's not better or worse. It's just different. Like Americans um, sort of take the way things are said differently. And I think Steve Carell was told to be David Brent. Um, and that doesn't gotcha. work. That's not an American character. As soon as they said to Steve Carell, be, you know, your own character, do, do your mm -hmm. own thing with it. It was fucking amazing. And Michael Scott is an amazing character but he's nothing like David Brent. I think the two 
big. I, I mean, they they both have blind spots, and you can laugh at the blind mm -hmm. spots that they have. But I think the difference is like they show on several occasions. They show in the American Office that Michael Scott is actually really good at his job. They yeah. occasionally show these moments where he's like needs to do a yeah, bit of stabbing and stuff like that. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. fucking brilliant. And I think yeah. maybe that, and maybe they're showing sort of an example there, which this happens a lot, doesn't it? If someone's a really, really good at their job, they get promoted. And sometimes that's not always the best idea because if they're good at their job, keep them at that level that they're really <laughs> fucking good at. Do you know what I mean? And get, right. But um, but yeah, he's a really good salesman. Whereas David Brent, the joke on him is that he's not good at his job and is more he's right. he's confused um, respect with popularity is like one of the biggest things he's done, which um, I don't think Michael Scott has done in the same way. And once they go in that different direction, which is season two onwards, um, it becomes a different show, which is equally as good in different ways. Yes. No, of course. Yes. But you can't you can't discredit Diversity Day. I know Jesse wants to talk about Diversity Day. That's his, that must be your favorite episode, isn't it? <laughs> because because I'm a vicious racist. <laughs> exactly. See? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. He knows me, Max. He's getting to know me. <laughs> <Got> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I do love oh, Diversity shit. Day. Um, and also, I realized recently um, all of hmm. the Office episodes I really like were all written by Mindy, um, who I can't even remember the character's name in The Office now. What's her, what's her name in The Office? Kelly Kapoor. Kelly Kapoor. So, um, yeah, the actress that plays her is also a writer and producer on The Office. Yep. Um, as a few of them are, I think um, BJ uh, Novak and um, yeah. fuck it out. Um, I'm forgetting everyone's names. Is it Toby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. HR. Yeah, they're all they're all sort of involved in that as well, um, which is cool. But yeah, all the stuff that Mindy's name pops up on as a credit of writing are all like the ones that I enjoy the most. So I think she's a very good writer. Good Jesse being all diverse and down with the people. I like brown writers. <laughs> Brown female writers, Justin, get it right. That's as diverse as you can get. Is she gay? Yeah. I hope she's gay. <laughs> Maybe a disability thrown in there. Or... <laughs> can she limp? Just limp, limp for me, please. Strike gold. Strike gold. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, number three is back to Mr. Steve Fingerstyles, and it is. Oh, lovely. Fantastic. Another episode you could show anyone because this actually shows more characters. It has a Creed appearance. It has all of them dancing there. And then even if you've never watched Silence of the Lambs, you'll obviously not get this joke, but I'm sure everyone's watched Silence of the Lambs or at least that clip everyone knows about with Hannibal Lecter and Dwight pulls it off. I'd, you did not expect that, especially after that. And then that's when you're like, Dwight is a fucking maniac. I think, yeah, I think let's uh, let's illustrate this properly. Ah, uh, please. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, staying alive, staying alive. Ah, 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 staying alive, staying alive. Uh, Ooh, you uh, can't uh, tell uh, by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man, no time at all. Was it loud? Women warm, been kicked around since I was born. Well, it's all right, it's okay. You can look the other way. Look at me, okay. Okay, you didn't maintain 100 beats per minute, and the ambulance didn't arrive because nobody called 911, so you lost him. Okay, he's dead. Anyone know what we do next? Anybody? Rose? I have no idea. Anyone else? We bury him. Wrong. Eh, check for an organ donor card. If he has one, we only have minutes to harvest. He has no wallet, I checked. He is an organ donor. He is? Yeah. Give me some ice in a styrofoam bucket. Here we go. We search for the organs. Where's the heart? The precious heart. I'm not feeling well. I need to sit down. Oh, oh, Stanley, are you okay? Oh, oh my God. God. That is. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Everyone just freaking uh, out. That's the best part. Oh, uh, that image uh, burned it's, in my head. It's scary how much uh, that mask suits him. Yeah, I love him. it. Yeah, I love yeah, it. It's, uh, haunting, haunting. Um, we'll get to the setup of that clip a little bit later, but uh, it's. I don't know. I don't know what it is about that clip that just is so. It covers every character in such a good way. Mm -hmm. And what's the, what's the guy that joins later? 
from The Hangover? Is it Ed, his character? Name? Oh, no, he was there. Yeah, Ed Helms. You're thinking Ed Helms. Andy yeah. Bernard. Yeah, Andy Bernard. Andy Bernard. Mm-hmm. He is such a weird character in terms of how he comes in later, but yeah. he just fits in so well. And obviously, as we know, eventually takes over the office and does a good job. He does a face does turn. He? He, he does a face turn. He's, he's proper heel. He has anger issues, and then and then he becomes everyone's love. Yeah, then he's yeah, lovable. But he still has those uh, anger issues lingering in there. So you see it come out every once in a while. Like when he punches at the wall, exactly. Yeah. Right. So you, you don't think he did a good job managing the office, do you? Well, obviously not when he disappeared for fucking three or four months on a boat and almost killed himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Bit. If yeah, that's a good, good job, where... then I don't know what you guys are doing over there. <laughs> that's what Jesse relates to a good job. <laughs> I'm not, not being I, present yeah. in the office. I get, yeah, I'm, I'm there in body, but I haven't been there in spirit in years. <laughs> broken, broken man. Um, if you had to pick a character for the other person based on personality or looks, what would you do? Steve for Jesse. What personality or looks? What are you talking about? If, if you were to say Jesse was a character from The Office, who would you pick? Okay. Oh, I see. Personality and looks? Or, or either or. Either or. Well, looks, I'll say a younger Creed. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Personality. Fuck. Hmm. I don't know, because you're you're wittier than most of the people in that office. You're not as clean as Jim. You're not as <laughs> out there as Dwight. It's not like you live on a farm and you want to marry her or something. So I don't know. Maybe... If I guess both best of both Jim and Dwight smashed together would be your personality. Safe to say. Ah, oh, that's I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. So I'm basically a dirty Jim. You know what? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. which sounds I'll, like, I'll, I'll like Cockney rhyming slang. I, I think I think you had it spot on when you said he has a young creed, and I think he has a creed <laughs> mentality as well. Do you think there's an element of crime about me? Yeah, you're gonna get arrested and taken away. There's that quote from Creed where he's like, uh, when Oscar gets outed as gay, and he's like, it was the 60s, there was a lot of mud. Some guy could have slipped <laughs> in there. That's, that's you too. <laughs> yeah, to, to me, that could apply. <laughs> Jesse, what about for Steve? Um, looks, Uh-oh. Kevin, personality, Dwight. Mm. Dwight? Dwight. <laughs> okay. You've got, you've got a bit of um, sociopathic tendencies about you, but um, but I think you've got mm. you've got a heart as well. Sweet. Okay. Okay. That's fair. All I right. like to Kevin too. Yeah. <laughs> I was joking about you. Don't really. There's no. There's no solid beards in um, in the office, is there? That I can think of. Right. Is no. that? I think does doesn't Creed have one in the last episode? Yeah. Oh, Troy when he away. when he tried. Yes, and it's all. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, final final episode Creed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> perfect because he's bold as well that's perfect i'm gonna get a side yeah. by side there we go i like it um for me please <laughs> um this is dangerous yeah it is um go on steve i'd say gabe actually you look like gabe okay so you, you okay. sort of you got, that, andy. You got that lanky andy. lanky thing about him yeah a bit of a bit of an andy banana right? personality yeah nice. yeah, yeah i could see it yeah Thanks, gabe gabe and Nardog. Nard dog Nard dog. Yeah, I feel like I'd be the kind of person who'd call myself Nard dog. Yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Cool. Well, that was depressing. Didn't enjoy that one. But... <laughs> who were you hoping for? <laughs> Pam, I'd take anyone. I'd take anyone. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Um, number two is my pick. And for me, it's probably one of the best cold opens of any show ever. Uh, the clip is very short, so I won't build it up too much. But basically, uh, there's a team building day and Kevin brings in his special chili and it's just a voiceover of him preparing his chili or bring in his chili, sorry. At least once a year, I like to bring in some of my Kevin's famous chili. The trick is to undercook the onions. Everybody is going to get to know each other in the pot. I'm serious about this stuff. I'm up the night before pressing garlic, and dicing whole tomatoes. I toast my own ancho chilies. 
It's a recipe passed down from Malone's for generations. It's probably the thing I do best. It kills me every single time. Just because of the the voiceover and the it's probably the thing I do best while <laughs> grunting and falling over in the chilling. It's, it's, the not it's the desperation of him trying to scoop it back in with folders. And the, oh, and the noises and stuff. <laughs> that's when I fell in love with Kevin. That's that's what cemented him as, as probably my favourite character. That is definitely one of those um, one of those moments where like they came up with this great idea and they were like, "How do we fit this into the story?" And they, oh, we can't. <laughs> let's just let's just open an episode with it. But I love it. You know how much money? Uh, speaking of Kevin, how much money he makes uh, off like selling merchandise with like chili on it and uh, this whole thing that he's just he's done adverts snowballed. and stuff as well. I still crazy and even what's that uh, thing that they offer now where the celebrities go online and send you messages and stuff cameo you pay cameo yeah yeah apparently he's like in the top 10 for cameo yeah or was i want I, I fucking go for it like i i'd love a cameo from kevin hint hint max birthday coming up <laughs> that's what you're asking for of all the people you can get in the world <laughs> no that's true I'll, I'll think about that and get back to you but no apparently um kevin um, really puts the effort in like with these cameos he said there's a good reason why he's in the top 10 because like he really works hard on doing the best ones he doesn't phone it in at all cameos to me seem like such celebrity prostitution the fact that like undertaker does it in his gear <laughs> and it's just him eyeliner just before he goes on he's like Hey, happy birthday, Derek. <laughs> it is a bit sad, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, And I get, like, if, if I had the opportunity for people to pay me $500 to record them a 15-second video, doing a heartbeat. Not yeah, even an issue, right. But, um, it, it, I don't know. It makes me sad. This doesn't mean I don't want one. I want one so badly <laughs> from people I love. Didn't, was it a couple of years ago when, I can't remember if it was NFL or basketball or something, um, when... For some reason, the Undertaker was there as like okay. a meet and greet. Well, as Steve exploded, he just fucked off. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, uh, do you remember this, Max? Um, NFL or NBA or something? They got Undertaker to do a meet and greet at this game. I remember this, and it was so weird in this period where we hadn't seen Undertaker in a couple of years, and we knew what you looked like in real life. But he was wearing like a hat with a wig attached to the hat so that he looked like old school Undertaker. And it was the most pathetic thing I've ever seen in my life. It was like, <laughs> this is the uh, this is like a legend of wrestling. And they're just using him in this really hammy way. It was really depressing and sad. It's like when Ever Kane comes back and he's just more porky now and he's got his mask with his fake hair on. And... That was, yeah. When we were watching the last Royal Rumble, you just sent me a message. Like, just as you were watching it, just... Kane is a mess. <laughs> it's all the messes. <laughs> I, I normally love the guy and all of this kind of stuff. Oh, just lost. Here, here's Steve. Steve. By the way, everyone, Steve was all cocky. The oh, yeah, but he's better than Texas. Texas, they can't handle it with their power cuts. Just lost power. Give me a sec. Going to try and use my phone's hotspot. Brilliant. I bet he's lovely. I bet he's really panicking as well. <laughs> and we're just like, we don't care. We can do this the rest of this show without him. I don't give a yeah, shit. Just do plenty uh, of Yeah, it's fine. But um, he, um, yeah, I bet he's running around like a blue ass fly right now trying to sort that out. <laughs> I love that they're losing power in Canada. That oddly makes me happy. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, all of all of North America going dark. It would be it would be great, great, yeah. great time. Yeah, the world. It starts with Texas. Texas, the centre of the world. <laughs> so, ah, oh, the only annoying thing, though, is the next choice is Steve's, isn't it? So it is. um, we've we got to fill time yeah, until he gets back. Full time. So, um, what's your? Um, do you agree with Kevin? Because you're a bit of a chef. So, um, have you ever tried making a chili by undercooking the onions? Um, I should give it a go because I make a I make a pasta sauce which relies on the onions, and I normally cook them down quite a bit. So, I will try the Kevin chili recipe and report back. Please do. Just be more careful with it when you transport it. No, no, no. I, I, I will make it and then send you a video and I will commit <laughs> and drop it all over my floor. That must have been one take, mustn't it? Can you imagine oh, yeah. if like, he'd done that spill and then accidentally giggled or something? And they were like, oh, fuck. Like, we've got to clean all this up. <laughs> Get and all then the redo the take. Yeah. Oh, man. 
it's one of those like the famous one over here is like the only fools and horses you know when the chandelier falls that famous yeah. bit it was like it's a real chandelier it costs thousands of pounds if you fuck this up basically you've all lost your jobs because this yeah. is like the budget yeah. of the show we get one shot at it mm. have you ever listened to the podcast the office ladies one I was going to bring this up, actually. Uh, no, I haven't. But I didn't actually know it existed until like a week ago or something. I just happened to find, hear someone talk about it. Is it good? It is good. I, I got on the bandwagon when it kind of first came out, which is rare for a podcast. So I was listening weekly, which was, was kind of cool. Um, and yeah, it's just lovely how close Angela and Pam were on set. And they just kind of give kind of nice breakdowns. I think they're even releasing a book now called like, lady bosses or office bosses or something like that they're really milking this and i fully support it <laughs> that's cool i know they're working on a documentary not them specifically but like people are working on a um documentary all about the american office in general and just how it came about and because you think it's a fucking long time to do a show isn't it what was it it was around yeah. for like what six years something like that nine years nine, nine years seasons. jesus yeah, yeah yeah so nine years of it's it was basically a real life office job for them right like yeah. you think they're they're there all the time so you're gonna have these amazing connections with people it must have been so weird on the last day of filming after all that time but um, but yeah, um, it'll be a great documentary, I think. And yeah, this podcast sounds good. I would like to listen they, to that. They go into all of that quite in detail, like them hanging out and behind the scenes and friendships and all that kind of stuff. So I, I, I definitely recommend giving it a listen. And this has become like a popular trend now because um, Zach Braff and Donald Faison, they've done it for Scrubs. So like okay. everyone who doesn't have a TV show anymore, they're just like, well, we'll rehash the glory days and go <laughs> episode by episode. But I'm just like... Idea. What's the commitment on that, though? So The Office had nine seasons, like 20 episodes per season. That's, that's, some, leg, that's some legs on that podcast. And Scrubs was even longer. Yeah. So you're going to be there a good long while. So is it is it uh, an episode per show? Is that how they're yeah. working it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they go through like the behind the scenes stuff, like funny moments and things they really enjoyed about it. Nice. Angela, I follow Angela on Instagram, I think, and um, she just seems like the loveliest person in the world. She's the sweetest, and you get that from the podcast. That I, I know that characters aren't real, but when I first listened to that first episode, I was like, this this isn't right. She's such a sweetheart. <laughs> and like, how, how good of friends her and Pam are. Yeah, it's nice. And she's quite hot. There, I said it. <laughs> not not smoking you, you're finally developing a level no maybe yeah i'm probably developing a level i don't know um are we gonna should... really depressed <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably developing a level should we um <laughs> should we um press on and do steve's for him do you no, reckon we'll, he'll be able to we'll make do it our happen? number one because we're at the number one oh speaking the devil shall return oh there we go here he is hey He's back. So, uh, what was that about Texas not being able to cope? <sighs> right. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> it's okay. It's a good thing I have backups. So, now my laptop's running off battery. I think I'll have enough for at least another half hour or so. And now I'm running a hotspot off my phone. So, I should be good. No more interruptions. I'm down to the final one. So, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Oh, even better. Where are, where are you, by the way, Steve? Because you're, you're normally in your little man cave when you do podcasts with us. But you've got this weird, like... Um, like in an adult area. Yeah. You look like you're in that room. Jesus. You look like you're in that room where Neo meets the architect in the second Matrix film. Oh, good shout out. Yeah, it does look like I'm gonna, that. I'm going to bet kitchen. No. Kitchen. No. What the fuck? Why would I be in the kitchen? What am I sitting on the stove? <laughs> Tables and kitchens? What's wrong with you? Uh, oh, well, that's right. Bathroom, that's an then. English thing. No, no bathroom. It's the dining room. So I found this out the hard way. I guess okay. it's the same in Canada. Uh, when I was in America, they don't call the toilet the toilet. Like we. Oh yeah, we call it, it washroom, bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Like mm. toilet's too literal for you guys. Exactly. So, toilet like, is an actual toilet. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. So over here, if you're like in a restaurant or whatever, you say to the waitress, "Oh, where's the toilet?" That I did that in America, and she looked at me like I was like a bit weird and it turns yeah, out that I, I needed i needed to ask where the bathroom was not the yeah. not the actual toilet in the bathroom first first lesson grade 11 biology hands go up all right do you mind if i just pop to pop to the loo 
laughter, like the whole class. <laughs> like, what do you want me want me to say? And they go, we call it a wash closet. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm weird because I want to go yeah. to the loo. <laughs> the loo, fucking BC. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Steve, you're on to uh, number one. We say we waited for you because we're such oh, good fantastic. hosts. I know. So, what's the background oh, behind this, this little is, ditty? This is the best. Again, Dwight at his absolute psychotic finest to try and prove a point at any cost. This man, this is where you see he's a literal sociopath and doesn't care for anyone's feelings but himself and to follow the rules because that's another thing about Dwight. He's a stickler for rules and he'll do anything to enforce them, even to the point where he thinks he's part like the police department just because he's a volunteer and this this and that so this whole this again has everything to do with what and then to see the reactions every actor in this scene deserves a fucking emmy for what they did from the throwing of the 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 photocopier machine that's my favorite part to michael scott trying to to breaking the window to even jim i've never seen jim act as much as he did in this scene you see him panicking you see him going all being all flustered and the cat being thrown through the, the ceiling. <laughs> the, cat. the cat is so the best many bit. things, so many fantastic things. And then after the fireworks start going off, and I'm sure we'll see the scene. I'm ruining it all, but I don't care. I need to talk about it. And then they're saying, "The fire! It's firing back at us! What do we do?" <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. It, it's pure case. I had to cut this clip down because I didn't realize it went on for like five whole minutes of just insanity. Shit. So <laughs> okay, we've right. got we've got Dwight setting it off and then the panic ensues so enjoy everyone last week i gave a fire safety talk <clears throat> and nobody paid any attention it's my own fault for using powerpoint let's remember those procedures what are the <laughs> options okay. that's the wrong way we've already tried that remember your exit points exit points Oscar. people what's next huh? stay alive i'm getting help pull me up you're too heavy i only weigh 82 pounds Hey, bandit! How about 911? Anyone? 911? What do we do? Use the surge of fear and adrenaline to sharpen your decision making. Okay, I am not dying here. Come on. What? Fire. Not real. This was merely a training exercise. So, what have we learned? Oh, come on. It's not real, oh Stanley. Don't Stanley. have a heart attack. Oh, no, 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 no. You will not die. Stanley! Stanley, you will not die! <laughs> I can't. Every time I watch that, I can't stop belly laughing, man. It's the only thing I can watch over and over that always does it for me. There's so many things going on. Oh, my. I forgot about the whole Kevin raiding the... the yeah, I forgot about that. The vending well. machine. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, it's just a cat. Awesome. The cat just pops me every single time. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, and I like that. I like that. Um, Oscar Ooh. suddenly goes like English suddenly becomes his second language when he's super Mexican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! I also like this is a drill where he does actually set a fire, and you know, right. Because he burns the paper and stuff outside of the outside of the building, but uh, for the clips are connected for people who have not seen oh. the office. That causes Stanley to have a yes. heart attack, um, and then Michael Scott does CPR training for everyone, which is when. Mm. How did Dwight not get fired for that whole episode? Like it's a two part episode, sets the fire and then does the Hannibal mask thing. But yeah, totally fine. I guess I would say um, if you if you want a kayfabe answer to that, I would say it's because. Um, Michael Scott is shown um, at several moments to actually be a very valued employee 
by um, the headquarters of Dunder Mifflin um, and Dwight being his number two in many ways, sort of Michael Scott vouching for him would do a lot for Dwight, I think, because um, the Scranton branch is still the best performing branch, right? So if if Dwight, Dwight goes... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but the amount of stuff he's done where he kind of he backstabs Michael to Jan to try and get his job when he brings the gun in and lets the gun off. There's there's so much Dwight shit. But this is all. If I could just go back to uh, UK versus US, this is why the American Office is a really good funny sitcom, and it's why the UK Office is a really good mockumentary because nothing happens. <laughs> Everything that happens in the UK Office could happen in real life like it could be real whereas that's not the case in the american office right and it makes for some really good telly and it's really funny but the whole point of the uk office is that you could you could turn if you turned it on and didn't know what it was you could go oh shit is this actually a documentary like there's nothing in it that couldn't be real yeah yeah fair point but that's true i prefer i prefer anarchy jesse <laughs> How about this? Before we go on to your number ones, everyone's always talking about spinoffs and this and something they could do. What about an office spinoff, but with the warehouse? Yeah, I could dig that. And it I doesn't could, need to I... be the same time frame. It could still be the warehouse, but they're working for Dunder Mifflin, and now all these people have gone. It's new people in the office, so no one even cares who's in the office. And then you have a cameo every once in a while from other people, and that's about it. I think yeah, just taking and- the whole format because I really enjoyed season three when when Jim's in the um, the other branch where he transfers. Oh, true. And I really liked all of those characters as well, and they're all playing Call of Duty all the time and yeah. <laughs> drinking and that kind of stuff. Even that was entertaining. Could have had its own own kind of spin off. So true. I think it just works a- well. If you talk about Michael Shaw, the guy that made the show, he did a semi, not a spin-off, but Parks and Rec was just another well, office-based. Yeah. Um, and then he did Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is a office-based, but a police office-based TV show. True. So That's true, too, yeah. He, he knows what he's doing, doing with his workplace dramas, docudramas, comedies, whatever they're called. Yeah, he's good at them. He's like the Joss Whedon of docudramas, but with without the abuse. Ah, uh, he got a topical reference. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Jesse. I, f- I forgot when we were talking about office characters and who mm. reminds us of each other and things like that. I completely forgot about Daryl. You are, there's definitely a bit of Daryl about you, Steve. I oh, was, me? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hmm? Personality, not looks. <laughs> are you serious? Oh, I, sorry, I don't see colors, my friend. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was, I, I meant because he has hair. <laughs> Good <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. My favorite Daryl <clears throat> stuff is where he's teaching Michael like urban slang. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> and I think my a really lovely Daryl moment. I really like the heartwarming bits and um, the when they've driven Holly after she's been transferred oh, and yeah, they break yeah. up. And um, he's so fucking gutted as he would be. My and uh, when Daryl gets him <laughs> to sing the blues with him as they're driving back and he just does it in such a nice way and it's just like oh that's really sweet like daryl he comes across as quite a cold person sometimes but he knows when to look after you do you know what i mean it's it's nice yeah. he's a sweetheart and speaking yeah. of sweet moments it leads us nicely on to mine and jesse's joint number one for the episode and we're going to talk about the finale like well, it like it yeah, so I brought this up earlier, and you said you didn't find anything particularly memorable about it, Max. And then I went back and refreshed myself, and I'm like, it's a good finale. <laughs> it, it is. It's lovely. It wraps nice everything finish. up. Yeah, made even better by the fact that um, when it was all on, like, you know, the first time, when it was actually being broadcast, not live, but you know what I mean, like when it was being broadcast yeah. the first time on telly, um, Steve Carell um, did an excellent job at... Uh, convincing everyone that he wasn't in the final episode that that's right he had scheduling conflicts and was filming something else somewhere else and he was like yeah. no, i would have loved to have done it but i didn't do it. so the fact that that was kept secret so well makes his reveal spoilers <laughs> for a couple of minutes seconds time <laughs> when you play the clip um makes his reveal in the final episode even better the fact that he had actually made it down and has an appearance in it and it's just lovely i think it's a really nice roundup 
Yeah, and I think this clip especially really highlights the the evolution of the relationship between Dwight and Jim, and then obviously Michael Scott. It's it's yeah, it's a favorite moment. So yeah, kidding. I was born ready. Wait, wait, wait. Um, I don't know how to tell you this, but we have a little bit of a problem. No, what? The minister just told me that it's tradition for the bestish mensch to be older than the groom. Oh, come on. I've never heard of such a I thing. I haven't heard of it, obviously. But I'm out because I'm significantly younger than you. Not significant as a big well, word. I think, I think you're... Well, okay. Either way. Either <laughs> way. Dwight, I can't be there for you. I'm sorry. Jim. I just really wish there was something I could do. I'd completely forgotten about the Phyllis piggyback. <laughs> get married in the grave as well. See, Phyllis, she's a beast. She could do it all. There you go. She could uh, piggyback me any day. <laughs> and we're full circle. Um, but beautiful moment, right? Like, it is. best prank ever, that kind of final line that he says. But you it, know it, what? I don't like that. I, they should have stayed better enemies until the end. This should have been Tommy Dreamer versus Raven their whole career. <laughs> they never became friends in the end. I don't want to see no handshake. They hate each other. Fuck you. Again, but that's but my you do though. Like when you spend like 40 hours a week with people, um, and even if like you don't get on to begin with, you do build this kind of bond and family friendship with nah. okay nah, not with Steve, nah. not with Steve. But, but you've got to but you've got to remember but you've got to remember we're only seeing what the cameras are filming so we're true, we're though. so in kayfabe right again we're only seeing these people play up to the camera when they know it's there and right. that's something i love about the british office as well like you see um characters clash when the cameras are right on them but right. when they're background characters in other people's scenes, they're getting on and chatting just fine because they know they're not the focal point of that moment. And I feel like Dwight, there's a lot of that with Dwight and Jim where they, they actually get on and they're all right. It's just they know that when the camera's there, like, or Jim knows that, oh, now's the time to wind up Dwight because I want to get my camera time good for this documentary. Yeah. What is your favorite Jim prank on Dwight? There's a couple. There's the one where everything's here for Christmas in wrapping paper, and then he sits, and then everything collapses. That's a great one. And the one where he hires, um, actually, he's in um, what's it called, uh, WandaVision. The he's he's one of the cops, the, yeah. the Asian dude who comes in and acts yeah. as like he's Jim, and then even switch all the pictures oh, yeah. and everything. <laughs> Fantastic. Those are my one. two favorite. That's good. I I like it when he relocates um, Dwight's desk to the bathroom. Yeah, that's yes. a good one too. Yeah. 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 That's a solid Fantastic. one. Uh, Jello and Staple in the Jello. And yeah, classic. Of the most famous one from the UK. Yeah, when <laughs> Jesse, when um, Jim dresses up as Dwight and the identity fraud. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, then he tries to then Dwight tries to do a Jim. Is it at the end of that episode when the right. yeah, which is funny exactly. as well? Yeah. Oh, bless him. Oh, I got sad again after watching that finale clip just brought it all back man it's lovely yeah well i'm i'm doing my rewatch at the moment and i'm in michael's last season so i feel sad now knowing that i've only got like less than 10 episodes of michael left what season does michael well, how many leave? times have you guys seven he leaves what were you seven. saying Steve? i was saying uh how many times have you guys actually watched the office uh this is my third run through that i'm doing now oh okay yeah i think like three re rewatches 
Mm. Oh wow! Well, so I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it the first time with an ex-girlfriend um, many years ago, um, and then sure. the second time with current girlfriend about two years ago. And now okay. in in lockdown, it feels right to be doing it again. Yeah, <clears throat> you gotta go. Gotta go through them all because I literally just finished Parks and Rec. Uh, rewatch for like yeah, that's next for time. me. Uh, yeah, I just keep doing the Michael Schur TV shows. It'll be after after The Office. It'll be Brooklyn Nine Nine. It just it just mm. never ends of, of the loop that you do. So there's more Brooklyn Nine Nine left, isn't there? Aren't they? They're, I think they're doing, doing one season? last season. Yeah, yeah, mm. one last season of ten episodes. So, mm-hmm. but as as we said with Parks and Rec with The Office, he finishes The Good Place as well. Uh, he finishes all of his shows amazingly. Uh, mm. He's such an, a rare American writer that he can produce a full body of work without it being cancelled or turning into How I Met Your Mother. The benchmark of shit. <laughs> so, but yeah, I've, I've, I think we've successfully gone through the key moments. Any honourable mentions you wanted to get on before we, before we depart for the day? I'll go with two quick ones. One, the whole basketball episode, him picking yeah. out, again, talk about being racist. He thought Stanley was going to be the best basketball player, and in the end, he was the worst, and Kevin was the best. So that, that was fantastic, that whole dynamic throughout that whole episode. And then the forklift episode, when he hops on the forklift and he knocks over everything, and then he's like, it's okay, we'll get someone to clean it up. And he's like, Michael, we're the one who has to clean it up. <laughs> that's how, that sounds like you're speaking from experience, Steve. Yeah. Is that the sort of thing you deal with on a daily basis? Yeah, I've been known to drive a forklift every now and once in a while. So to see someone like that get on one, it's it's cr- very cringing. <laughs> I've got a little pedestrian one at my work that I hop on sometimes. You know the ones that you walk along with, like the horsey yeah, ones. Yeah, um, yeah. you can actually straddle them in reverse and then drive them around like that. But the warehouse guys don't like it when I do that. <laughs> you just got jealous. your license out. <laughs> What about you, Jesse? Any any honourable mention? Um, I'm trying to think now. Um, There's so many. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, I literally watched a couple of episodes uh, before we started this show, but they're so they're so. It's almost to its detriment that it's so quick fire with good moments that they just fall yes. out your head really quickly because yeah. you're just enjoying it, and then it go, then you're enjoying something else. Um, I can't. I genuinely can't think of anything off the top of my head. But um, there's not after the first season. I wouldn't say there's a Duff episode really. No, there's there's many many, and I I just realised that our American listeners are going to hate us because obviously they've lost the US office. It's not on any streaming services at the moment. Oh really? Um, oh, we have it on Netflix over here. Yeah, they, yeah, they we like have it on Netflix that. still here. In yeah, I think it. no, they have it on Peacock, where the WWE is going to be ending up oddly enough. Yes. The fuck is Peacock? It's the, it's the NBC streaming service. So anything that's been made by NBC. So you'll have Seinfeld, Friends, that, and whatever new else comes out. And speaking of the Young Rock, I don't know if you guys heard of that show. The first yeah, episode came out. Rock. So that's going to be on Peacock as well. So Okay. Yeah, it's uh, kind they're, of... they're adding up these streaming services, aren't they? It's they are. Yeah, different. but you know what? You buy them all. Like You don't even need to get them all. Say you get like three or four of them. It's still cheaper, at least here in Canada, than getting cable for us. Yeah. yeah. But as I've always predicted, that I guarantee within like two years, there's going to be a company that goes, hey, we're going to offer you this bundle service of all of these these subscription services. And then we <laughs> just have cable all over again. So it's, oh, it happen. just keeps, keeps going the same way. Yeah, mental that the WE Network sold it for a billion. Nice little profit there. Jesus. And then, uh, yeah, away, away it goes. So. I don't I doubt it affects us the, the network continues though, right? The network well. continues. Well, for you yeah. guys and even for us here in Canada, because they have deals in place with our uh, whoever has the rights to the WWE network. So we still have it on the app. We, can st- we still have it in TV format. We don't have to get Peacock. It's more. It's only for the Americans at this point. Yeah. So they have right. to get the Peacock app now if they want to watch wow. Yeah, But it's cheaper for them now. It's like half the price. Yeah. It's the same as Disney. So even better. It's like $5.99. Yeah. Something like that. So yeah. there you go. Well, if uh, sorry, America, but there's plenty of ways that you can find it. There's get a VPN, exactly. That's what I use. (laughs) Get get involved or find it online. There's there's bound to be loads of websites. So we hope we've inspired you to do a rewatch, or if you've never even watched The Office, sort your life out because yeah, you're on crack or something. Yeah, you're on crack. 
Crackhead. We've spoiled some pretty key plot moments. They won't remember by the time they get to season four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's true. They won't. We've picked five moments from 150 episodes. So right. believe so us when we say that the rest is the rest is gold. Steve, uh, I know you got to rush off to do an interview, so please plug your shit, and we'll say goodbye to the nice people. Well, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Finger Styles. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, the podcast Dap. You could listen to the show each and every week. A new episode drops every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern North American time. And like I said, the next, well, tomorrow's episode will be Nikita Koloff. Next week's episode will be Santino Morella. And then we'll see what else I have down the pipe. So please rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. That's very, very important. Amazing. Jesse, do our bidding. Oh, God. Uh, we've got T-shirts and hoodies and stuff now, so go get them. Um, they're at gottill5.tmail. That's T-E-E-M-I-L-L.com. Um, that's got T-shirts and that. Apparently, we're growing them. Can't wait to see them. Um, we're getting some soon, aren't we, Max, of our own? We so are. We can do Yours, have just been, shoots. Yours have been shipped today. Mine are Amazing. arriving tomorrow. Brilliant. Um, so we'll do little fashion shoots. That'll be lovely. We're on Twitter at gottill5, and <laughs> there's a website called gottill5.com. And gottill5.com has a direct link to the merch store, so you can just go to gottill5.com if you need to. That's the end of the show. Steve, thank you once again for coming on. It's always good just chat, shooting, chatting the shit with you. It's good fun. And uh, we look forward to being on the next episode with you, or maybe you'll be back on before we even get there. Who knows? I genuinely, I genuinely couldn't even remember if this was our show or Steve's show that we were doing tonight until I, <laughs> until I turned up. <laughs> Wow. Nice being Jesse. I wish. Oh, it's, it's a delight. It's an absolute delight being Jesse. It's everyone around me that has the hard time, I think. Yeah, but thank you, everyone, for, for joining us. We'll be back next week with another episode. Uh, until then, if you're in Texas, go save the turtles. If you're in Canada, you know, figure out your electricity suppliers. Dallas Stars, wonderful. And if you're in England, stay the course. It's all we can do until the announcement. We love you all. Good night. Peace.